Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author. I can take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. I'm out on foot patrol uh, today, just getting an early morning walk in, so I apologise for any road noise. It's freezing cold here, winter already feels like it's been going for months. Today, I want to talk about something that's, I guess in some ways, it's emotional, it's powerful. As the, the name suggests, today I want to reveal the name of the number one hater that I have. And it's somebody that has been following me my entire life. And I want to explain what it is that it, it means uh, to me and to you, what is the, the nature of some of this hate. Uh, and then I'll, I'll tell you who it is. So, imagine that you've got somebody that's telling you that you're never gonna be successful. You're never gonna succeed, you're too silly, you're too stupid, you're too dumb. Any words that you can come up with, throw some swear words in there as well, if you like, that you're just never going to amount to anything in your life. And every time that you try, something happens and there's a setback, you don't get the desired outcome. And the person says, see, I told you, I told you that you are hopeless. I told you that you are a loser. I told you that you would never succeed. Like my, uh, my first girlfriend was age 23. And that's an, that wasn't through lack of trying up to the age of 23. But I had the person telling me, it's not good looking enough. Why would anyone want to spend any time with you? You're too short. You're too ugly. Your hair's not right. Your face isn't right. I had a birthmark on my, my face that I had removed when I was 16. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're, you're not smart enough. You're, you know, you're not popular enough. You're not good at sports. Not, I think I said too short. You know, you know, you're not tall enough. You're just, no one would want to spend any time with you because you're a complete freaking loser. And I can, I can tell you when the reaffirmation of those um, you know, memories of you, that you have in your head are uh, that uh, certainly when I was on the, uh, you know, looking to date was every single person I asked said no. It's like, well, okay, I guess they're all right. You are too short, you're too ugly. You just, nobody wants to spend any time with you. And uh, I had convinced myself that I would be alone for the rest of my life. And somewhere in that process, this person told me that the only way you're ever going to be successful is if you're with a partner. You know, that you've got somebody that loves you. And you're never going to find anyone that loves you because you're all these things. It's like, wow, this is really mean stuff. It's like, why would they keep telling me all of this? 
And so I would, I would progress through life determined to get away from home because I just, I didn't like the, the toxic nature of being at home. And so I went to uni and I was determined to get the best marks that I could, to be the best version of my, myself while I was studying uh, in my Bachelor of Business Accounting. Because I wanted to go on to become a chartered accountant and I wanted to achieve things that no one else in my family had achieved before. A higher level of education, which I attached to uh, you know, a better job, a higher income, not having the financial distress that um, you know, my parents uh, suffered. So it was constant, constant drive to do better. And I did quite well. And then when it came to the time to go for job interviews and so forth, uh, I got two job offers, but other people were getting uh, maybe one or two, or sometimes people got three or four. Uh, But you know, I, I was content with that. I thought, right, this is finally my ticket get out of here and then when I got into the workplace I wasn't exactly fitting in to uh, corporate life and um, you know I had the, the same person saying to me that you're never going to be promoted as fast as anyone else because you just you're not smart enough yeah she yes, you studied you did this but you can do that through like rope learning and stuff and really this was the first real job that I'd ever had as a, in a graduate accounting position at a big chartered accounting firm. And uh, constantly I had uh, you know, these statements about not being smart enough. You, why don't you understand you know, these basic concepts that other people are understanding? You know, like you're just not good at this, this stuff. And you know, you're not fitting in. You're not social, you're not popular, you're not good looking. And so people that were progressing further were, were very social. They were, uh, you know, big drinkers, they were party goers. They, you know, were connecting with the senior managers and all that kind of stuff because that's what they did too. But I wasn't that person. I, I didn't enjoy that type of behaviour. When I tried to, you know, go along to some of these events, it's like, man, this is so not me. I feel so out of place. And again, the same haters saying, you don't belong here. You're not good enough to be here. You're never going to amount to a senior management position or anything like that here. And so uh, I'm constantly being beaten down by this person. And through all of that, that challenge, I mean, uh, go back to you know when I was at uni somebody threatened to kill me and that was a, a big wake-up call for me to say do you know what I'm not going to live like this anymore I'm I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to exercise I'm going to get a, a a better body a bigger body a more confident me so that I don't have to put up with that stuff and I have the courage to stand up for these things and that was probably a big turning point in well not probably it was a huge turning point in my life because I said, you know what, I'm never going to feel that I can't stand up for myself again. And the part of it was the, the body side of things, but it was more the health, uh, sorry, more of the mind, well, the health, the, the inner mental health, the mindset that I had developed, the strength of that in saying, you know, that's not right. 
I deserve better treatment than that. But then you go through life, you have some wins and, uh, you know, this person doesn't celebrate the successes in a great way with you, uh, but you tell yourself that you're doing a really great job and, you know, you keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, then we get to events like, um, I, you know, like if I think about my, uh, my divorce. So two kids divorcing uh, the same person saying, you know, you're destroying people's lives, you're destroying your kids' lives, you're destroying your, you know, your ex-wife's uh, wife's life as well. And, you know, you're going to be broke. Um, you know, you deserve every bit of pain that you're going through. Uh, you know, this is all on you. This is your fault. And, you know, don't blame anyone else because, you know, it goes back to what I told you originally. Nobody wants to be with you. You're just, you know, pretty much a waste of space. So, you know, that continues on. And then there are other events in your life where, uh, like the recent passing of my daughter, and the person blames me for it. Just like a lot of the health professionals. I say, this is your fault. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You did this. You did this. Uh, you know, allowing that to accumulate with a lot of the other stuff that you get externally from people as well. And then you stop and you, you start to, to think about all that. And you think, wow, you know, what is right here? And am I just getting it all wrong? But then, but then I realise that just because someone says these things, that doesn't have to be your reality. That's their reality. And I know the work that I've put into myself to become the best version of myself. And life is a journey. And I know that each and every day that I get up, I can be better than the day before. I know that I'm consistently learning. And after doing it for decades now, I just know that I'm doing the work that most people aren't prepared to do. So, I'm going to tell you the name of the hater. You might know the person. Because my number one hater is me. And my whole life, I've been beating myself up and knocking myself down for not being a better version of myself based on what I had assessed as what society had wanted me to be or what others' perceptions may have been of me. And because I have been working so hard every day to be that better version of me, I do know that the results that I'm getting are the results that most people want. And they're not getting the results because they're not doing the work that I am. And that's only happened by me getting the best coaches in the world. Pushing myself outside my comfort zone. 
and having the courage to face my own hatred and say, do you know what? I'm done with you and that hatred side of you. It's time to just keep growing and being positive and get rid of all of that toxic energy. Now, what I can say is because I've been working so hard, I mentioned there about my daughter's passing a few weeks ago. It's very, very difficult for me now to get into a negative toxic place. It is because I've conditioned myself so hard to work on the things that grow me and empower me and don't suck me down, pull me down. And I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to do that. The stuff with my daughter, I mean, there are so many circumstances around what she went through over the last couple of years. You can't help but question yourself as to, oh, gee, you know, if I'm, I'm coaching people around the globe and I've had an impact on thousands of people in such a positive, life-changing way and I couldn't even save my daughter. Yeah, I'd rather not help anyone and be able to save my own daughter. But I couldn't do it. And I have to live with that for the rest of my life. And it's easy to stay focused on the negative side of what I didn't do. But I record these podcasts too a day on this and also on Rob Evans 365. And you can hear all the different things that I've spoken about over the last two years to find a breakthrough and to be challenging the system because they could see that what they were doing for her was not working. And at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do. And then if somebody else is deciding a different outcome for themselves, then it makes it really hard to tap into that. So I don't beat myself up over it. I have to accept that she's in a better place now and that I did everything that I could with the tools that we had to try and save her life. But there's a key message today, and that is you are probably your biggest hater. And I've been mine for most of my life. And I just got sick and tired of living in that place. And I said one day, probably about nine years ago, I said, I'm not gonna live in this place anymore. You know, I, I deserve better than this. I'm gonna work harder than I've ever worked before. I'm gonna raise the standard of every area of my life. I'm gonna do whatever's required to do that. I'm gonna get the coaching. I'm gonna do the work that I haven't done before. I'm gonna work harder than I've ever worked before because I used to tell myself stories that, gee, you're working so hard, it's not possible to work harder than this. And that's just rubbish because there's always more that you've got in the tank. And I have my coach to thank for uh, my, my change in the way that I think and the, um, absolutely the, the work ethic that I have and the, and the focus on building relationships to change your outcomes from where you are to where it is that you want to be. And I just don't, I don't listen to the hatred anymore. 
I just don't. And so therefore, if it comes from other people, like it did with um, medical professionals and so forth in the, the care of uh, Liv, that I just didn't listen to it. It's like, that's just a distraction. I know what I'm doing. I know what's right here. And just because somebody else doesn't see it that way doesn't make you wrong. And so it can be a tough road sometimes. This thing called life is, it can, it can beat us down. But I'm here to tell you that you have greatness within you. And it doesn't matter where you are, if you're at the lowest point of your life, there's a way to get your way out of where you are and get yourself to where it is that you want to get to. And for me, it's tapping into those key foundational things that make you successful. And sometimes if you just, you know, if you've never been in a position where you've said, yes, this is where I was successful or not, then that's okay too. Um, that's why I give a free consultation at mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. I can help you work out what some of those key foundational things are for you and where the gaps that you have right now. Most people don't live healthy lives. Most people don't live strong lives. Most people don't eat the right foods, etc. So anything that is coming out of that person is going to be what? Less than optimal, less than their best, allowing that hatred to accumulate and percolate with inside you. And so I find that if you live your best version of you health-wise, that means physically, that means mentally, then it just filters out to every other aspect of your life as well. Because you're, you have more clarity, you have more energy, you have more focus, you have more drive to do the things that you've perhaps never done before. And that gives you courage to step out of that comfort zone and into the space that is really going to help you achieve what it is that you really deserve in this life. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It's just not easy. But it's worth it and you're worth it. And so death to the haters within you and let's move forward with the best version of you. Stay safe, everybody. Stay healthy. Reach out for that consultation. I'll see you tomorrow.